Welcome back, John Morris Show on a Wednesday. I think the number is uh, eight, 19 days away, 19 days away until the doors to the Paul and Alejandra Foster Pavilion are open to the public. It would be a uh, the first game, Baylor versus Cornell men's basketball. January 2nd is the date. I think it's 19 days. i tell you the guy who absolutely knows the uh, days, the hours, and the minutes until the doors open. He joins us now. It is Henry Howard, Baylor Associate AD for Capital Projects and Championship Events. And Henry, welcome. We appreciate you making time for us. I know you got a very, very busy schedule right now thanks jim i appreciate you having me on i actually we ran into each other at foster pavilion today so thanks for having me which was very fun we got a, a nice tour am i right uh it, is it 19 days from today the opener it is 19 days to the opener on uh, january 2nd 2024 I will say we are going to have the home team and the visiting team practice the day before. So okay. in my world, it's 18 days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a small comprehension of your world, very small, but just kind of give our audience uh, a, a, a sneak peek into what's going on in your world right now, trying to get everything done and ready to play a game on January 2nd. Jamo, we're getting really close to having an amazing uh, first-class elite game day experience at Foster Pavilion, and all the finishing touches are going on inside the building. I am extremely confident once we get our our fans, our guests into the facility, they are just going to be blown away uh, by the amenities. The one that was most eye-popping to me and most recent is we are commissioning the baseline video boards Mm -hmm. and the ribbon boards that are on the north the south the east and the west and i thought the facility popped when we turned on the sports lighting when i saw the anc video boards for the first time i was just mesmerized i found myself just standing there looking at the graphics and uh, i hope it doesn't distract (laughs) from the game (laughs) right it is something to see and it it has taken a team of anc programmers that's the company that uh, provided the board and is programming the board and then uh, Chris Humphreys and his team from Baylor Vision. They're there uh, more than eight hours a day recently programming every square inch of the ribbon boards and the video boards. So that's one of the features that's that's getting the finishing touches. Uh, The court, the first grade maple court from Wisconsin, is completely installed, nailed down. It's actually getting sanded as we speak. Mm -hmm. And then by the beginning of next week, uh, Ponder, which is the company that's helping us they're going to start installing the graphics. So I think the combination of the video boards, the ribbon boards, and then once the graphics are installed, it's just going to be uh, – I'll be staring at both of those a lot <laughs> next week. Yeah, and you're right about the video boards and the ribbon boards. Man, that is uh, – you know, you hear about, uh, what, 4K, you know, or something like that. But the the video that was in there when we were walking through, just kind of a run-through, Baylor versus Cornell, and then Jonathan Chumwachachua, his picture and his bio popped up up there. It is unbelievable how, uh, how crisp and how – you know, and they're huge too. They're both ends, the uh, north and the south end. Um, just how spectacular those boards are! They are. You know, Mac really challenged us with you know how do we uh, increase the experience at this facility? How can we do things? Let's not just do things the way they've always been done. Uh, we don't have a center hung school board, and uh, we do have two custom, massive in boards and. If I 
never doubted Mac. Uh, I shouldn't have because he was right. Uh, it looks amazing. It doesn't distract from what's going on in the middle of, you know, on the court, in the center of the court. And I'm excited for the fans to, to get to see it. And it really is it's a team effort. I mentioned Chris Humphreys and the Baylor Vision team with the, uh, the, the designs on the board. You know, it's Justin Hoff and, and his team, Joe Gonzalez. There's just so many people who have dedicated so many hours to make sure that, you know, every logo is correct, every, you know, piece of signage is accurate. And, you know, when you add all those things up, it really makes for a great uh, game day experience. A, a couple other items that I didn't mention, maybe not – on the forefront as the, the video board, the ribbon board, or the court, but uh, all the concessions equipment mm-hmm. is being installed. Most of it is here. Um, it's getting tweaked and tested. You know, they call it a burn-in when you, you know, actually turn everything on, make sure the gas is, you know, adjusted and make sure your temperatures are met. And so all of those back-of-the-house items are, are getting getting tested so that we can provide, you know, great concessions and premium food for for our premium areas. That's another one that jumps to mind. We actually just walked with our concessionaire Sedexo uh, today just to make sure, and Pepsi, to make sure all those, you know, those aspects of the concession, the food and beverage are, are right where they need to be from that first game. And speaking of the concourse areas uh, or the concession areas, it, the main ones on the main concourse area, uh, it's that open view to the court, isn't it? I mean, you can get up from your seat. You can go back to the concession stand. You may be facing away from the court ordering something to eat or drink, but you just look over your shoulder and you can see what's going on on the floor. That's a, that's a uh, really cool aspect of Foster Pavilion. It is. That was another um, challenge that Mac uh, presented to us. You know, he wanted an open feel so that no matter where you were, if you had to run to the restroom real quick or you needed to get some concessions, you would definitely hear the game, feel the game. And then really you could actually turn around and see the game uh, from a lot of the main concourse areas. So uh, AECOM, who's the architect of record, they really they accepted that challenge. I believe they've met that challenge. And whether you're, you know, walking to the north end of the facility and looking at the custom uh, signage displays of the two national championships, one in Indianapolis, we have actually the actual courts mounted to the walls so fans and, and guests can co- go look at those those actual courts. Or you're running to the concession. You can literally hear the game, feel the game. Uh, we don't want you to miss a second of the game, but really we want you to get be encouraged to get back into your seat and help our, you know, student athletes, our coaches, you know, influence the game and, and win that game. So yeah. it's really exciting. It's much different from the from the Ferrell Center, uh, and we're, we just can't wait to get people uh, into the facility. It's going to be a great home court advantage uh, for the Baylor men and the Baylor women. Saw where the uh, the student premium seats are going to be, you know, right behind the bench areas. Uh, it looks like gold seats there uh, that the uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's, you know, first in line gets those seats or how that's determined. But that's going to be really cool. I mean, think uh, Cameron Indoor, Cameron Crazies, where the students are right along that side of the court. We're going to have that in the Foster Pavilion and that in itself will be a huge home court advantage. It will be, JMO. You know, the students, uh, we do anticipate that they're going to line up outside of the facility. The first 200 students in line will get a wristband, and that wristband allows them to go directly from their dedicated student entrance, which is on the southeast corner of the building, kind of closest to Robinson Tower, 
uh, they'll go into their dedicated entrance, and then those first 200 students will go directly onto the court and into those gold seats, which you're correct. They're directly behind the home bench, but more importantly, they're directly behind the visiting team bench uh, so that they can be loud and proud. And we're hoping that the noise that they generate, uh, coupled with the band, which is very close proximity, that the visiting team won't even be able to hear what their coaches are trying to instruct them to do. But you're right. The first 200 students will sit directly behind the the scores table, which is on the east side of the facility, you know, the I-35 side. That's the way the cameras will shoot. So not only will the the viewers at home get a get a glimpse of the students, you know, cheering on the team, uh, but they'll they'll have great visibility. And then the additional students, they'll sit in the the southeast corner, which again is closest to the visiting team bench on the south side on that University Park side. So again, it's going to kind of corner them with students um, and just really increase our chances of winning all these home games. Henry Howard, our guest, Baylor Associate AD for Capital Projects and Championship Events, and huge capital project headed toward the finish line. It is the Paul and Alejandra Foster Pavilion. Uh, We saw in the uh, main entryway, what what do we call that? Is that the grand entrance? Isn't there a name for that on the south side? Yeah, I've been calling it the uh, South Plaza, and then there are two main grand stairs that take you up to the main concourse gotcha so much different at the feral center you essentially our guests our fans they walk in at the concourse level and then a lot of guests will walk down to get closer to the court foster pavilion is much different you're walking in at street level you could also call it event level the court is at at the street level but then once our our guests come into the the south lobby, which is designed to allow about 5,000 of our 7,500 guests into the facility, they will either take, they'll have to go up vertically almost immediately. They'll either take two grand stairs, there's one on your le- their left, one on their right, or there's one escalator, or there's two elevators. So you really have three options to get up to the main concourse. And then once you're in the main concourse, uh, that's where a majority of our, our fans will walk down into the stands. But for our guests that are on the mezzanine level, because there are actually three levels, there's the event level, there's the main concourse, and then there's the mezzanine level. You can also get up to the mezzanine level with some stairs or the the elevators. Mm. The escalator doesn't quite go up to the mezzanine level, but those elevators do. Gotcha. And did you tell me in one of the uh, facility updates that we shot um, the last few months that the that the uh, escalator may not be finished in time, but but it looks like it was there. Is that going to be operable? JMO, along the way, Austin Commercial, who's our uh, construction manager, they've presented some milestone dates, and um, we really appreciate their you know, clarity. We appreciate their giving us a realistic picture of what the facility is going to look like uh, from day one and, and upon completion. And so each milestone that they've presented, they have met. And at one point they did tell us that you know there might be a delay in the escalator arriving, which therefore delays the installation. Gotcha. But like all the other milestones that they've presented and, and just try to be realistic with, they have found a way to overcome that uh, with the installer. And so I was over at the pavilion the other day giving a tour of one of the premium areas, and lo and behold, the elevator came on <laughs> as we were touring. So uh, I have physically and actually seen it go down, uh, which is the direction it'll go after the game. It'll right. be traveling up on the before the game. So I can I can confirm that the elevator does work. 
excuse me, the escalator right. does work and the elevators work. So no concerns um, concerns there, JMO. Gotcha. All right, final thought from you, and we'll let you get back to your other meetings. Uh, the parking garage, I saw that. Is that is that going to be available for use from uh, from day one, from January 2nd? It's a yes and a no. So, JMO, the most <laughs> recent update that um, Austin Commercial has given me, they're also constructing the city of Waco-owned garage. So they're, they're partnering with the city of Waco and us. Uh, it will be functional. They're telling us right now that the elevator uh, will not be operational to get up to the fifth and sixth levels. Mm. So we're going to use levels um, one through four for donor parking. And then we've got another a backup plan uh, garage a couple, maybe a block, block and a half away, you know, more towards downtown. Mm-hmm. It is within walking distance. So we're going to use a combination of garages uh, until that elevator is installed and completed. We've got to have that elevator operational to meet uh, life safety requirements. Mm, okay. In case there was an accident on the sixth level and we needed to transport someone down uh, through the elevator. So it will be operational. It wouldn't surprise me if Austin Commercial finds another solution for that. But right now, let's just go with um, the first four floors of the city of Waco-owned garage are, are going to be functional. And then we've got a good backup plan in, in place. And then you didn't ask, but I am going to share. If anyone who's driven down uh, by the pavilion, you may notice that University Park's drive is, is shut down. And there's a lot of dirt, a lot of equipment, a lot of machines you can see on that path. Uh, again, working with the city of Waco, we are going to come up with a solution so that University Parks is drivable. Right now, it looks like the side that's closer to the river, the north the north side, it will be fully paved and operational. That south side, uh, we might have a temporary solution, a temporary uh, you know, liner on the, the surface. But University Parks is going to be open. It might not be the final product, uh, but the city of Waco and others are, are working as quickly and as safely as possible to make sure that it is passable for the, the first month of games. I got you. Very good. Great information, Henry. Thank you very much. And, and we know how busy you are, but we appreciate your time. Looking forward to a, a sneak peek inside Foster Pavilion. Uh, and again, we'll remind people about this fact that the Development Center, which are the coaches' offices, the uh, training room, locker room, um, uh, practice facilities, those will not be done here at the start of when we move in, the 1st of January. But those will continue continue to be in progress and open next summer, correct? That's correct, Jamo. We're aiming for summer of 2024 and also excited to get the, the teams and, and uh, student-athletes over there as quickly as possible. Very cool. Thanks, Henry. Appreciate your time. Jamo, thanks for having me. All right, thanks Have very much. Day. That is Henry Howard, Baylor Associate AD for Capital Projects and Championship Events. A look inside the new Foster Pavilion, and it is uh, it is fabulous, Aaron. Um, I went up to uh, I went up into level two up there. In fact, it was section two ten. Rick Beard, uh, who is Ty Beard's dad, Rick said, "Hey, uh, I know you're going on the tour. If you can, here's my seats. Can you go up there and let me know <laughs> what the view is from there?" So I said, "All right." Um, so I asked Drew Pittman, and then Jared Trevathan, and Jared took me up. 
up there to Section 210 uh, and Rick's seats on Row 9 and uh, took some video and shot some pictures from his seats. So that's Level 2. That's up near the top. It's probably probably 10 rows from the very top uh-huh. and everything is just so compact so right. close to the floor you know it's not like the bowl that the Farrell center is it's it's like the move from floyd casey to mclean stadium everybody's closer in that case to the field here in foster everyone's closer to the floor yeah i'm i'm so looking forward to not only touring it but Watching a game in it once it opens, you know, it's going to be an amazing experience. Yeah, it is really, really cool. I think a lot of people will come in and just kind of walk around. Wow, look at that. Wow, that's imp- that's so impressive. So great job by Henry and so many other people, so many people who've worked so hard to make this uh, a reality and looks like have it open on time, on schedule, January 2nd for the men, January 3rd for the women in the new Paul and Alejandra Foster Pavilion.